Hello, this is Tim, the lead pastor of Mosaic Portland, and welcome to the Mosaic Portland podcast. We exist to follow Jesus in authentic community for the world. And right now we're gathering Sundays online uh, to worship together and to open up scripture together. And then after that, we have virtual house gatherings that meet all over our city. And the great thing about these is that you can actually join in wherever you're listening from. We think these right now are the best way to be known, to connect with others, uh, and to be on mission together. They're also where we pray together on Sundays in smaller communities, where we take communion together and debrief what the talk was about and engage scripture more. If you want to find out more information of how to be a part of one in this season, you can find out more info on our website, mosaicportland.org. Now let's go to scripture together as we listen to this podcast. Hey, welcome. Uh, my name is Tim. This is Kim and Adam. And uh, as we're here as our Thanksgiving celebration, it's so good to be with you in, in this way. Every year on this Sunday, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, uh, we take a, a special time just to express our, our gratitude to God and to celebrate where we see him working in our own lives and in the life of our church. And so we're going to do that today. And I want to read a verse to you that is just a, it's a, it's at the end of this letter that Paul is writing uh, to this church. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, these, these three short verses. And it says this, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Simple verse, but we want to do that. We want to live that out right now together uh, with you, um, particularly where it says give thanks in all circumstances. And we were just adding it up. I just added it up. We're now into our eighth month. We've completed eight months of being in COVID and not being together like we normally are, are used to and, and long to be. And so it's particularly important that we do a really good job together right now, giving thanks in all circumstances, even in the circumstances of this year. And, and the truth is, is that we actually can do that in, in many, many ways. In many ways. One of the things that we have been experiencing is God's faithfulness. We know this because we know that God is faithful and we also have stories to tell from his faithfulness. He's opening our eyes to it. He's opening our hearts to see where he is working. And one of the things that we've had the experience to do as we sat down to even think about this, to think about where has God been faithful? And we were able to see that for each of us, that God is faithful in the loss of normal. God is faithful in the loss of normal. So for for many of us, we're thinking my life hasn't changed that much. For some of us, we're thinking my life has changed drastically. But for all of us, there is some kind of a loss of normal. And in that, there's pain. And in that, there's often fear and anxiety. But there also has been an incredible sense of God's faithfulness and His presence. We've experienced Him so near to us. We've experienced Him working outside of what we have imagined and prayed for. And so we get to celebrate that today. Adam, I I know that you had mentioned a story earlier about one of the ways you've experienced God's faithfulness and the loss of normal. Yes. Uh, the loss of normal. <laughs> That's a really good way to put it. Um, and yet, yes, we've, we've totally experienced God's faithfulness. I, I even think for, for just my, myself and my family, um, definitely a loss of normal this year. And we're, we're figuring things out like everyone is. Um, birthdays are coming up and Christmas is coming up. We can't see family and it, it, it's just different. There is a loss of normal. And yet God has been so faithful to us this year um, in, in really big ways by providing 
a job for my wife that, that we didn't even know we were going to need a year ago, uh, providing a, a new home for us that, that we just love. And, and he's providing for us in ways that, that I hadn't even imagined that we would need. And, and it, it makes me think of this scripture, and it's, it's really been resonating in my heart. And um, this is the end of Ephesians uh, chapter 3, and it's, it's actually the end of a prayer. And it says this, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Yeah, that just resonates for me in this season that, that God is being faithful in ways that we didn't even think to pray for. We didn't even know to be uh, dreaming of or to have in our imagination. And it, it's true uh, for me, I'm experiencing this. It's true in my family. It's also true in the life of our church. Um, just some, some quick stories that, that kind of capture this. Um, in, in this season of, of being in lockdown, meaning we can't be in our, our building since March, there's actually been people who have found their home here. Um, I'm thinking of, of two individuals um, that I've talked to who have never stepped foot in our church building, who are completely plugged in and, and part of our church family. They're in house gatherings. Uh, another family whose um, home church just before COVID, their home church actually shut down. And in the midst of the pain of that, um, they came to Mosaic uh, the Sunday before our city went into shutdown. And then they found their way into a house gathering and they, they found their church family. And I got to, a chance to sit down with them and hear that story. And, and, and it's just such an amazing thing that God has provided. And, and uh, another story of a young married couple who the first time that they engaged with Mosaic was the first Sunday of shutdown when, when we were still meeting in person in small groups. And there were, were one, was one group, one house gathering that was meeting in a cafe and they showed up and, and they're part of our church family now. And it's, it's just so amazing to think about what God is, God is up to. And it looks totally different. I, I would have in, never imagined this, right? As, as I think about the, the words in this, uh, now to him who was able to do more than we could ask for or imagine a year ago, I would have never thought everything would look like this. And yet God has been faithful, even in the way that we gather. We're not able to be in a big room all together. And yet God is faithful and in our house gatherings and seeing so many people who are connecting, who are being supported, who are being encouraged. They're sharing life with one another. And it's producing true community, true church family. And it's more than I could have asked for or imagined. And it's absolutely beautiful. In fact, this, this last Sunday in, in my uh, virtual house gathering, the one I'm a part of, as we were doing the sign-off thing on Zoom, right? We're all growing to, to love Zoom a little bit more. And we were doing the sign-off thing where we all wave at each other on the screens. And, and someone who was part of our house gathering just simply said, hey, I love you guys. And I know that she meant it. And, and as I closed my, my laptop, it, it just blessed me more than I could ask for or imagine in this season mm-hmm. of, of loss. Yeah, One of the areas that God has been just really blowing my mind, my expectations is we as a church family are passionate about our call to reach the next generations and and raise them up to follow Jesus. And we've been praying about this. We've been praying for it. We have been investing in it for years. And we are experiencing in COVID as schools are are moved online, as... um, all kinds of things are different for these next generations. We're actually experiencing 
our youth group is bigger than it ever has been before. And more people are coming to be a part of it from the neighborhood that God is just drawing in to be a part of it. So we're having the opportunity. We're seeing uh, students ask amazing questions. We're seeing students meet on Mondays to pray together on Zoom to pray together on Monday mornings before going to school. We're having students meet in our building and they are packing it out. We're, we are following safety protocols. It, we are spacing and wearing masks, but um, it is amazing that our youth group is growing, not only in, in its reach and its size, but also in its depth. Students are really following Jesus and finding community as some of the other things are are shut down and inaccessible right now. So uh, for us, that's been such a gift. So we have experienced for our own kids. I have uh, two sons. My husband and I have two sons in middle school in eighth grade and sixth grade. And they are able to come and be a part of a community of students who are learning what it means to follow Jesus. They have adult volunteers who are teaching them scripture, who are just asking them how they're doing. They're, they care about their emotional well-being. They're checking in with them. They're praying for them. We're getting to see these relationship builds and these things that are so important to our family that we've been raising our children in are now getting reinforced by this community. We know that all around us, students are struggling with depression and anxiety and loneliness. Those those were statistics that were already on the rise before COVID. And now that COVID has come and things are shut down, those are um, even rising more. We are so grateful that we have a generation of students here at Mosaic Youth who are experiencing something totally different as they find community, they find friendship, and they follow Jesus together. And we actually want to grab onto that opportunity and pray even more into it. Um, so that reminds me, there's a there's a story that we've uh, celebrated over the last couple months here um, of a young gal that was baptized. And so if you watched on September 13th, I think is when uh, it was that Sunday and we got to celebrate baptisms and then and, and her testimony was one of those. And uh, again, uh, as you were sharing, Adam, a, a person who's never been in the building before really um, finds Mosaic online. Um, God is working in her life um, calls her to himself. She responds, reaches out, finds Mosaic, and is now in genuine deep friendship with other students here at Mosaic. So a high school student that mm -hmm. is in, as you described, that generation. Mm -hmm. and, and, and she's inviting friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, and, and so again, um, as I'm thinking about this and as we're sharing this with, with you all, um, going back, think of that question again. Where have you seen God's faithfulness uh, in this season? How have you experienced God's faithfulness in this season? And as we tell these stories, it's it's evident that he is faithful in the loss of normal. So the things that we're used to and uh, and and the way that maybe we would uh, have thought things would go in, an, in a normal year uh, are are gone. And yet it's it's as if there's this curtain that's been pulled back and we can see God working in, in these ways that are so evident and so significant. And so to be able to celebrate, uh, God, you are faithful. This is where we see you. Um, and if I could make it maybe a personal, and I've asked Kim and Adam if I if I can share this uh, because it's it's true of them. We we talked about it, um, but for each of us on a on a personal level, one of the things that has been lost or taken away uh, is the is the ability uh, to plan 
and to strategize. Um, and there, we share this commonality. Uh, we're very different. We're wired very differently, but this we have in common that we like to plan. Um, and it just is part of something that goes along with liking to lead and being called to lead is like, we like to plan on. And oftentimes, um, we can plan and strategize. And even if I can say it this way, uh, control, can I, can I say it that way? Okay. Kind of control things for very good reasons, but uh, that that's taken away. And uh, as we were answering this question of where we experienced God's faithfulness, and we came to this answer in the, in, in the loss of the normal, um, is that we looked back even into last year. Uh, and if you're new to Mosaic, this, this will maybe be uh, new for you. But for those of uh, us that have been around for uh, longer than a year, uh, last year, 2019, was a year of jubilee. And I have to admit that part of the, uh, my kind of agreement with God was, okay, we're going to do this rest so that we can get to your work in the next year. And then um, COVID happened. So we had a great vision night with over 100 people in Mosaic in January of this year. We had plans. Um, the very, very first Sunday we were not allowed to meet in our building was March 15th, if you'll remember. And that was when we had an a even larger vision night planned for our church and while it's God's vision, a lot of that is our own plans. And God, in his great and deep sense of humor, just takes that and goes, gone, and it's all gone. And so the things that we had written down and typed out and emailed out and conversations with people and all of the plans that we had are just removed. They're gone. Um, Adam, you read a verse that said, um, in the church, that God's glory would be evident in the church in, in Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. And uh and that's true. And yet I have to admit that in the church, my mind still goes to a building at times. And, uh, and yet you're able to share stories. And Kim, you've shared stories and we've heard stories and we've all experienced that God is faithful and working in the church and not in the church building. And to be able to celebrate, God, you have pulled away all of our plans and you've been faithful. And so today is a moment for us as a church to be able to say, God, we see you at work there and we see you at work there and we see you at work in her life and in their life and in my life. And you are faithful even in the midst of, of everything being pulled away and, and different in the loss that comes in that. And so, and in that we're actually, what we're actually doing is we're able to put ourselves in the story of scripture and in the people of God that over and over and over received or experienced the loss of normal, the loss of plans, the loss of anticipation. And yet God showed up and is faithful. And that's what his story is about and that we get to be a part of that. And in that, as we look beyond this week of our Thanksgiving celebration today of Thanksgiving coming, that's going to look different. And in that is loss on this Thursday of, of Thanksgiving, um, that that's going to look different, but that God is still faithful. He'll look forward beyond this Thursday into this next season is for us is Advent um, where we, where we pause and spend four Sundays and then Christmas Eve turning our attention, our hearts and minds to the arrival of Jesus, the birth of Jesus, of God sending his son into the world. And this year, the way that we're going to focus and celebrate that uh, is, is with this phrase, light shines in the darkness. And we need that this year, don't we? That light shines, in the, that Jesus comes into the places that are broken, that are dark, that are in need, and that he is the light. And then he turns around and calls us as his followers to to be the light. And in John chapter one, uh, verse five, it says that the light shines in the darkness and that the darkness does not overcome it, that, that he wins, that he is more powerful. And so we're claiming to that today and we're getting ready to enter into this season of, of Advent and to really celebrate that Jesus as the light shines in the darkness. Hmm. 
Yeah, I I can't wait for Advent this year. I, <laughs> I can't wait. And well, you know, Adam, how much can you not wait for Advent this year? I I might or might not have Christmas decorations already up, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to go there. Um, and, and some of the ways that we're embracing Advent this year are are going to look different, obviously, and there'll be some things that that actually are the same things that we've done um, in years past. And one of those. Um, that I, I'm excited about because it's really important is our Advent partners. Uh, we we have four partnerships um, here local, here in the city that, that are organizations that are meeting the needs that people have in our city, real needs and, and tangible things. And there are going to be ways that we can participate with these partnerships. Uh, you can learn more about this on our website and you'll hear more about it in the weeks to come. Uh, another way that we're embracing Advent is um, some things that we're doing in our, our house gatherings that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Um, uh, a few specific things are each week of Advent, we'll, we'll light a candle um, that represents a characteristic of, of Jesus. And uh, we'll get to do this in our house gatherings. Um, we'll have a reading that will, will redirect us towards, towards Jesus and towards his characteristics and actually light a candle and celebrate this with one another. Um, our, our house gatherings are going to engage in some initiatives and ways of, of bringing light into darkness in the city. And some of the leaders have already been dreaming about different ideas, and it, it sounds really exciting, and, and I'm, I'm happy for it. And also just embracing the specialness of this season it works really well when we do it in community, and house gatherings is a great place to do that. Um, I, I know for some of us, uh, we, we're hearing the story of house gatherings and the relationships have been established. And if we've never gone to one, it might feel a little intimidating to step into this community where, where everyone knows each other. And so we actually want to meet you with that in an invitation. Um, we're we're going to be starting two uh, Advent neighborhood or, or uh, house gatherings. Uh, they're going to be running through the, the, the four weeks of Advent, and they will uh, be a place where you can come and be new, and that's great and okay, and, and have a chance to meet people. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for what Advent is going to mean. Uh, mm-hmm. for our house gatherings. Absolutely. And as we think about Jesus' light in the darkness and that we become light in the darkness as we experience him, uh, we have just a really incredible tool that Mark, our family pastor, put together. And it's an Advent calendar or an Advent devotional. And it's really simple. It's really accessible. It's something that people can do on their own. And it's also something that families can do. So I want to encourage you. We're going to have this on our website at mosaicportland.org. And there's going to be a link that you can go to, to to access it. And it's also going to go out in the mail to families. And we want to encourage you, will you put this up on your refrigerator? And will you just bring this the hope of the season center on Jesus by participating in these questions and reflecting on them? with your kids, with a friend, with your house gathering, with some roommates, but just um, what answer these questions and engage the scripture that's with them as a way to just be centered on Jesus. So for us, Advent will start uh, a week from today uh, on Sunday, uh, November 29th. And, um, and this, this calendar starts, uh, devotional starts December 1st. Um, there's ways to be involved, as Adam shared. A, if you've never uh, jumped into and participated in a house gathering before, uh, really excited about these two new ones that uh, hopefully you'd, you'd 
you'd jump into. And you can, whether you're in the Portland, Vancouver area or somewhere else for these four weeks, we would love to walk with you uh, as you celebrate and get to know Jesus as, as the light of the world. Um, we'll also be celebrating Christmas Eve. That's happening this year. Um, as far as we know, that has not been canceled. It will probably look wildly different. Right now, we're planning an online experience that is going to be really great. We've got a whole team of folks that have some just really creative ideas of how we're going to tell the story of who Jesus is, uh, look to scripture, sing together. Um, so again, Christmas Eve is going to happen December 24th. Um, it's going to be an online experience, and it's going to be great. All of this info uh, is available on our website. I encourage you to go there. I Here's what I want to invite you to do right now is that as we've talked about this question of where have we experienced God's faithfulness um, and, and filled in that blank, and our answer was in the loss of, of normal. Um, we're going to get to talk about that for those of us that jump into a house gathering today, um, right now, in just a few moments when we're done singing together. But before we do that, um, would you watch this video with us? next. It, and it's just folks within our community that have answered that question and answered how they've experienced God. And we've just called it a gratitude video. So take a look at this with us together. <laughs> 